Welcome to Carpe Diem, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Jamie Davidson. And I'm Dusty Simmons from Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affect us achieving our financial goals. All right. It's all over the news, Dusty. Have you seen it? I, I think I know what you're talking about. Cryptocurrency. I mean, it's all over the place. That's all, I mean, you can't look left or right without finding it, yes? Yeah. Uh, there's actually a lot of news out there, but some of the news goes one way and some of it goes another way. So A very controversial topic we're going to talk about today, right? Right, yeah. We're going to talk about, you know, is this something we should look at investing in? Is it a good way to make money or is it, you know, is some of it, you know... Is it just something that maybe you you shouldn't? I don't know. So what are your thoughts on that? So, well, Jamie, did you watch the, this SNL? Oh, uh, yes, I did watch it. Elon Musk. Oh, yes, I did. And um, yeah, it's pretty funny. How interesting, right? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, let's throw some names out there. We've got Bitcoin, we got Dogecoin, we got Tether. And that SNL skit, uh, one of the things that, you know, when you could buy a Tesla with is, Bitcoin, right, it's, and then and then what's Elon Musk say? He goes and he's talking about Dogecoin, which he'd been talking about earlier, and people went to buy some of it before he went on the show. And then in the skit where they're doing the news, they get him to say it's just a hustle, right? In other words, it's just a hustle. Guess what happened to the value of Dogecoin after that? It went down about twenty-one cents a share. Yeah, which is not a lot, but if you look at what's happened to Bitcoin since then, it's also come down a bit of share. And I know that will date this what we're talking about, but. What I'm wondering with uh, cryptocurrencies, it's, it doesn't matter where we start talking about it. It's going to be here and there. It's, it's so like, this might be any other time. Right. So I, we have to laugh because you and I, before we recorded this podcast, didn't really know a whole lot about cryptocurrency. And you and I have been talking about how this is kind of like Star Wars credits, right? Star Wars credits. Yeah. I mean, that's what it reminds <laughs> me of now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make myself some, you know, that... I think cool, but <laughs> I read or read a lot of Star Wars books, not just the movies. So those of you out there that read the read the you know the books, you know that we're talking about, you know, remember Han Solo was a smuggler, right? right. You don't get paid with you know normal money; you get paid with a different type of money, right? Right, crypto so, money. Yeah, crypto credits. money, credits, and right. uh, so which is sort of you know we're going to talk a little bit about the history of of money, mm-hmm. and then we're going to sort of see how this sort of fits in there. Yeah, because I think it's interesting to look at the evolution of how currency has come about today and to see, okay, is cryptocurrency the next form of global currency that we'll see? Right, because I mean, you got an old guy like me that's going, well, I don't know about this, right? Right, me too. And then, you know, you've got... You got our 20-somethings are going, this is this great. This is great, and this is the way to go. So I think that you've always had those, you know, at one time in life, it was pretty easy. Currency was... You know, it was for the backed part, by gold, it was right? Backed by gold, right. right? Especially the U.S. was on the gold standard until '73, when uh, 1973, 1973, yeah, 1973, yeah. Uh, when we went from the gold standard, which basically was saying that our U.S. dollar was backed by gold, which most of us think about Fort Knox. Mm-hmm. You know, if you watch the old James Bond movie, one of them was where they're breaking in Fort Knox is still the gold. You know, the right. nation's gold. And then in 73, we've switched from the gold standard to what is called fiat money. Uh-huh. Which I totally learned about this through you. So why don't so, you explain what fiat well, money is? Fiat money is this. Basically, the U.S. dollar is worth the U.S. dollar because the United States backs it. The government says so. The government said so, and therefore it's worth that. And that's just the easy way of pointing this out. An example would be... Uh, as an ex-history teacher, after World War One, this is a perfect example. After World War One, Germany's economy was really bad because mm-hmm. they were punished for World War One. So what they did, because people couldn't buy goods in, in Germany, they just started printing out more money. 
Giving people more money. If they have more what? money, well, the value of the money didn't go up. It, it, it stayed the same or went down. So you had people going to the buy loaves of bread and eggs with, you know, buckets full of money of, 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 of the dollars, but they weren't worth anything. I think probably right now uh, in our society, we're probably seeing this more so probably in Venezuela. The same thing has happened to their currency, fiat money. Right. Because most people say Venezuelan dollar is not worth a Venezuelan dollar. Right. Um, so that's really what fiat money was. But before that, it was gold-based. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about crypto coin. W would you consider crypto coin fiat money? Uh, yeah, I think it's closest, closer to that, yes. Mm -hmm. Except uh, it's not backed by any form of government right. at all. So it is it is fiat in the fact that it's, it's, it is what its value is because someone says it is. Yeah, well, you know, because Courtney, you see, see over here, you know, she wants to buy it, she can buy it. Right. And she puts value on it, yeah. which I mean, when it comes to economics, everything's about the value you place on it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a certain type of cell phone's more valuable than another type of cell phone to a person based on which one they like. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you like a certain brand, I like a certain brand. We argue about it, but you wouldn't have my brand and I surely wouldn't have your brand. So that's fiat. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. So let's let's actually dive into the definition of cryptocurrency. All right. All right. So cryptocurrency is a completely digital form of currency that can be exchanged for goods and services. You know, think of them as tokens that you get at an arcade or, you know, Star Wars credits. You have to purchase them with real currency, but you can use them for other goods and services. Yeah, like example would be when we say Star Wars and, you know, a lot of <laughs> other, you know, futuristic are like this where I just push a button and it transfers the credits to your 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 dark account. Right. right. So uh, that and the other thing about this is. So it's completely digital uh -huh. and it's not regulated, which we're going to talk about in a little bit more detail. Right, right. So let's go through a few facts about cryptocurrency. First of all, it's totally global. Uh, it's a, and, and I think that's why it's appeal to a lot of people is because as we start to be more international and globally focused, you know, it's not issued by any certain government and it's not affected by a particular government's inflation. Um, and it's also not backed by any sort of commodity like gold or another currency. And and in today's economy right now, currently inflation is starting to tick up. You know, it, cryptocurrency could be looked at as a positive thing to have because it's not subject to the value of the dollar going down. Right. Uh, that's one. The other thing a lot of people sort of place on this is it's it's good for criminal enterprises. So that's one of those things that cryptocurrency sort of gets a bad name about. Right. Um, so. But there's a lot of up and up reasons to, yeah. to use it as well. So, okay. So, you know, Bitcoin is probably the most popular cryptocurrency you may have heard of, but there are definitely a few others that are on the rise, right? Right. Like we just said. Dogecoin, but you know that was started as a joke from a meme. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Tether. That, that's another one I think of. But when you look at them, the one that has the most value, that's most accepted, is Bitcoin. Yeah, and that goes to kind of the point that not all cryptocurrency is created equal. Where you know one Bitcoin at the current day is worth about forty-two thousand dollars. One Dogecoin is worth how much? Did we look that up today? Uh, it, was, it was under fifty cents. Yeah, like forty-nine cents. So huge swing. Um, but. All cryptocurrency is mined through your computer. Right. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's what we found out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was going, you know, it's mine. And she's like, what do you mean it's mine? And I go, I don't, I'm trying to figure this out. And it's mined through a, a process called blockchain, which basically allows you to find cryptocurrency, but also it, it's basically you are tra testing transactions to ensure the validity of the blockchain system, which cryptocurrency lives on. So it's kind of this complicated 
algorithm of things that happen in giant, massive computers that, that do all of this. Yeah. So, you know, our goal here today is to try to make it a little clearer for you. And if we make it <laughs> as clear as mud, we're, we're actually, I, I don't know if we're doing a service or not. Also, you know, it's considered to be highly volatile. And while fairly safe, it has been stolen a few times in the past. But it's been like hacked. It's been hacked. Yeah, because yes. it's all done on computers, right? Right. Yep. So um, what do you mean by volatility? Uh, volatility means, like you said earlier, it can go up really high and really low. Just like the, the stock market. Yeah, but there's no regulation of it like the stock market. Where it's got caps and all of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so also like things like um, reputation risk, like what Elon Musk did with Dogecoin, it greatly affected, uh, you know, day to day market value, right? Yes. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that and the the other, like we said, it's sort of like the value is what person person places on it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So really interesting too. you know, uh, cryptocurrency is traded on digital platforms and you can download a, a digital wallet in order to keep your cryptocurrency in. Um, but interestingly enough, there's actually a Euro European bank that's been set up to to deal in cryptocurrency. And I even found um, examples of ATMs that you can find now that deal in cryptocurrency. So while it's still not mainstream, it's starting to become mainstream. And PayPal just recently announced that it's going to start taking forms of cryptocurrency for payment. So I don't know. We'll basically see if it's it's kind of something that really catches on in a mass way or not. Yes. Well, let's talk about the users. Okay. So uh, as you can probably imagine, it's <laughs> the younger people that are using it. 74% are age 25 to 44. So Hey, you're still in the young group, Dusty. Are you using it? <laughs> well, you know what? After re after list after researching this podcast, it's something that I might consider at least dabbling in just to get a better understanding right. of what it is. And you never know, but I hey, don't see it as a long term investment strategy. But well, you know, and I'm I'm sort of making fun of myself here. You, I the idea of getting behind, you know, doing transfers to other people through other apps. Mm -hmm. For me, it's something I've been avoiding forever, and you guys finally talked me into it a couple oh, months like ago. Oh, like payment to payment, payment to payment, person to person, yes, yes. payment systems. So, I, I'm thinking for myself, like, wow, that was hard for me to wrap my head around. That I'm going to give this information and flow it over to you, and so now I'm thinking this here is like that on steroids. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, hey, you know, I know I'm going to give you money out of my account. You say you're giving me money out of your account. With the Bitcoin, I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. Like I said, I'm sort of dating myself and, you know, Stone Age Jamie here. So, well, CryptoCoin usage in the United States is still fairly low. About 6% of people in the United States have it. There are certainly countries around the world that are starting to use <laughs> cryptocurrency more frequently. And Jamie laughs because number one country to use it is Nigeria. And you guys have all heard the Nigerian prince scam, right? So yeah. it just makes Jamie laugh. So when I see Nigeria as number one, I sort of go, ooh, and the number two was Vietnam. So I'm going, okay. Uh yeah, that being said, you know, like I said, yeah, I, I didn't think I would use Venmo, you know, a few, a few months ago. A few months ago. So that doesn't mean that, you know, that I, I wouldn't consider this here. So let's talk about this. Uh, why would I use it? What are the pros for me using this? Did okay. you find any pros? Yeah, we did. So 24 7 accessibility. So you know how if you're buying or selling stocks on the stock market, there's only certain days of the week that the stock market's open, certain times. Well, cryptocurrency is not that way at all. You can buy and sell and trade cryptocurrency online 24-7. Wow, I'd never have to go to sleep. I can just keep trading all can day and all night. Keep making money. No bank holidays. <laughs> no federal holidays where, where the market's closed. Right. Wow. 
What's another pro? Oh, well, it's anonymous when you trade. Crypto trading is anonymous. Um, you know, people want to have their privacy, which we know. I mean, we work in the banking industry. Privacy is a very important thing. But yeah. cryptocurrency is extremely private and extremely secure for the most part. Um, and, and they like that, which I think is going to take us to our maybe a little bit of our con here in a little bit as well. Okay. Well, and third, um, while crypto trading is anonymous, crypto trading is also very transparent. So your transaction's anonymous, but all transactions are stored in an open ledger called blockchain, uh, which is a big selling point for individuals who want a more transparent banking system. Yeah, so you can know exactly how much is in circulation and, and what's happening with buys, sells, and trades. Yeah. And I got to tell you, there's number four, no taxes. No taxes, which is why governments don't necessarily <laughs> like, it, like it, right? Hey, man, you tell me I'm not paying taxes when I earn money on this? That, that, that gives me a little bit of a woo-hoo. Yeah, let's do this. But, you know, uh, governments don't like that, right? So I guess you could look at that, depending on your outtake on it, a pro or a con. I mean, right. I'd say probably a pro, but I know other people would probably say that's a con. Mm -hmm. So we had those four pros. Did you come up with some cons as well? Well, yeah. And the first one is probably uh, the, the biggest. It's, yes, it's it not. Is. It's not super easy to understand. I mean, I guess the idea of buying and selling and trading is, is easy to understand, but there's a lot of nuances to this and it's so new. There's so much conflicting information out there about, about its uses and about the stability of it. So I think doing your research even on how to do it is difficult. Right. So I'm thinking about myself and I'm like, I wouldn't use, you know, accounts to transfer money, you know, mm -hmm. whatever you use, which people have been using now for years. And we were, we were doing the research on this. I was trying to figure out how to purchase it. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, okay, I'll throw a hundred bucks in something and see what happens. But I couldn't find like the one place to go. And I put my finger in air quotes, the one place, because I couldn't, I found multiple ones, but I couldn't find like which one I should use. So for me, I'm like, uh, which one of these should I use? So a little bit overwhelming. A little overwhelming, but hard to understand a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Number two. High market fluctuations. You know, if you think about cryptocurrency as you would maybe your long-term investments portfolio strategy, you know, with, with investment portfolios, you can kind of see the trends of where things have gone and the historical where it's going. So, but cryptocurrency is totally different, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's uh. Well, because it's not regulated by anybody. Mm -hmm. And right? it's fairly new. So there's not a lot of historical data. Right. On, it's it's basically on it. uh, got value because people are putting value on it. That doesn't mean it doesn't because if people are spending their money on it, then it's worth something. But right. the question becomes, what happens if everything falls out? What if Elon Musk makes another comment about Dogecoin and all of a sudden your 45 cent investment, which you started at 65, drops down to zero? Well, yeah. Or if he says right? something and it goes from 45 to dollar fifty-five, right. 100, I'll take that. So it's, it's both ways. Right. Um, so it's a lot of fluctuations, which because it's not, you know, there's not a government body that is, is sanctioning this or, uh, you know, setting up the rules, which is if you call your investment banker and ask them to do this, they legally can't do this because it's not part of their licensing agreement. Right. I'm not telling you there's not some out there that'll do it off the books, but. Yeah, I, I did some research into our investment companies offering cryptocurrency as an option. And I didn't find any at the time of the research that, that those were happening. Yeah, I mean, there are some out there that like Robinhood is one of those, which, uh, you know, Robinhood's. You know, a lot of people have used it in the past. It had it had its bump in the road, you know, sometime in the last six months. 
Um, so, so there are some alternative, not the big name Merrill Lynch, you right. know, yes, uh, yes, all of those yes, that are offering right. it, but yeah. you can find it out there. You can find it. Yeah. You just got to figure out which one to go with. And that means you're going to do a lot more research where, Hey, if I want to invest in, you know, a company stock in America and it's on the stock market, it's real simple. I go type in the company and I put money in, in the account and you know, it's, it's been done. It's, it's there's, a, there's a history there. Right. But this is like. What's the history? You know, this sounds really cool. Uh, Number three, no security if you lose your currency. So, you know, if you lose your wallet password, you lose your computer that everything is stored on, uh, you're not getting your money back. And furthermore, your money that's in your cryptocurrency is not backed by the government like your funds insured at a bank or credit union. So kind of lose it, right. you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Um, there, there's no regulation there. And like I said earlier, a lot of criminal enterprises use it. And not only that, or they're trying to not only, you know. Maybe scam you. Scam. Well, the thing is, they steal it from you. Who are you going to say anything to? Right. Right. You know, they're, they're going out and they're putting ransomware on people's computers and demanding payment in Bitcoin. So. We've had a story like that in the news here just in the last week or so, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut down, shut down a whole um, oil supply line. So, yeah, on the East Coast. Okay. And. The number four, and this was really hard for me to wrap my mind around. The number four con, energy usage to actually mine the Bitcoin. I said, what, what, what do you mean mine it? I, like, it's not, it's not tangible. It's a computer, right? It's, it's not in my hand. It's, it's cryptocurrency. It's like, you know, it's e-currency, right? It's not, <laughs> there's no tangible. And we looked it up and... This is one of those things where we talked about earlier, where Elon Musk and like Tesla would let you buy with Bitcoin until this past week. And the reasoning for it was, it was hard for me to wrap my head around. But Dusty, what did we find out? That the carbon footprint that, that these huge, giant computers that run constantly put out can be as much as uh, the energy usage of a small country. Right. So four out of the five largest cryptocurrency mines are in China, and they use a tremendous amount of energy. Yeah, which actually puts... Which actually pollutes, is really bad for our environment. It's the environment, so, right? And you know, here you are going, oh, we're going to have an electric car, and... You know, we're going to make the environment better, but we're going to buy it with cryptocurrency. But the really funny thing, you know, I shouldn't say funny thing, but the thing I found out when I'm reading this and I'm going, oh, you can mine it on a computer. I'm like going, I'm going to grab my computer and start mining this. And then the more I read, I'm going, no, oh, I'm not. A, no, I'm not that smart. And B, my computer's not that good. So that's not going to happen. I was thinking I'm going to get, I'm going to mine some cryptocurrency and I'll, I'll oh, retire early. Get rich quick. Get right? rich quick. Yeah. So I, I guess that's. That's, you know, that's the thing, I guess. And that's what we're going to talk about really in the wrap up, right? Mm -hmm. Is, you know, don't look at it as a get rich quick scheme. Right. You've got to. And don't look at it as a long-term investment strategy, at least not at this point in time. Yeah. Like I said, hey, I might go out and buy a little bit, spend a hundred or $200, just, you know, like sort of like going to the casino, having fun. Right. If I lose it, well, I chose you to learned. do that. I learned, right? right. Yeah, I, I think you you said it well. It's, it reminds us of you know the days back when pe- a lot of people buy penny stocks. Yeah, you know, buy stocks for pennies, and they and, you know they go up, and you know it's funny because there was a movie that was out that, that they focused on that. Right, he's, he went to prison eventually. So, um, so the moral of the story with cryptocurrency is. Do your homework if it's something you're interested in getting involved with. 
And if you're just interested in learning more, there's lots of internet and book resources out there to learn more about it. And if you're listening to Jamie and I today, just know that we are not experts on this topic. We started researching this just like you would. We hope to have provided you with just a little bit more information about what cryptocurrency is and maybe where it's headed in the future, right? right? A little bit of clarity, right? A little bit. Clear as mud, maybe. Maybe a little clearer than mud. So yeah, I mean, nobody really knows what the future holds for cryptocurrency. Yeah. I mean, it might be, it might very well be the, the evolved to the, the, the new currency. It may, it may not. It uh, may you be know, a fad. Yeah, the answer is this. Don't take, not just with crypto coin or currency, anything. Don't take your money all in one bulk place and put it in one thing. Don't take that one, don't take your egg and put it in one basket. You gotta have multiple eggs. So if you wanna do a little cryptocurrency, Put a little bit in there, have some fun with it. Maybe you'll hit it, maybe you won't. I, I wouldn't count on this as the only thing I would do when it comes to saving and investing. Because really, when it comes to saving and investing, it's it's having a plan, a long-term plan, and adhering to that, those steps we always talk about. And listen to credible investment folks talk about these new types of currency. Don't go to YouTube or TikTok and take what you hear on there as as verbatim as far as what what these really are, right? Well, yeah, you can, no, you, you, those are part of the process, right? right? The, I mean, the thing is, we've got to remember, it's part of the process of research. It's not just one one source, right. it's multiple, multiple sources. sources. So if I just hear somebody doing it on TikTok and they say it doesn't mean it's actual, we've got to go and we've got to reinforce that with other places as well. Right. Um, but if you are wanting to learn more about how to manage your long-term finances or plan for investing in the future, we can help with that, right? Right, yeah. You uh, can go online to our Wealth Builder Online courses at fcfcu.com backslash financial hyphen education. Yeah. And uh, in the since we're on the Star Wars kick, you know, may the force be with you, Jamie. I, I You know, I'm more <laughs> of a dark side Sith Lord type of guy. That's, you know. Hey. Oh. You know, most of you don't know this, but my, my son's middle name is named after a Sith Lord. <laughs> if you can guess which one, send me an email. <laughs> All right. Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union. It's produced by Jamie Davidson, myself, and Courtney Cooper. Financial Center is a seven-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy. And our goal is to help you do what, Jamie? Improve your financial life. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com. Subscribe to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and the Indiana Podcast Network. That's right. See you next time. Thank you.